Hi, and welcome to the Climate Minute, your source for insight and perspective on global warming news. My name is Ted McIntyre. This show is for December 19th, 2023. So some big news happened last week, uh, and it might have slipped under your radar given all the holiday rush, but I thought it was useful to highlight it uh, and let you know what happened. Of course, it's a big, a big deal, as Joe Biden would say, uh, and we can't do it justice, but I'll try and give you a flavor of what has transpired. The context for the news that has come through is you need this kind of background. To begin with, Eversource and National Grid are referred to as something called a local distribution company because they distribute natural gas, right? They're an LDC. It's an acronym. turns out that an organization in the Massachusetts state government, the Department of Public Utilities, the DPU, uh, basically controls the LDCs, which are Eversource and National Grid, and determines how they can make money, what they make money on, because they're publicly charted uh, utilities. And of course, to date, companies like Eversource, surprisingly enough, make a lot of their money by building stuff. That's how they make money, right? They build pipelines because they say they have new customers, they need to build more pipelines, and they get paid a handsome return on building new stuff, which of course is probably consistent with things you've heard about of the utilities trying to build things and preserve the existing infrastructure, things like that, right? Further, you should know that three years ago, October of 2020, then Attorney General Maura Healey, in her role as Attorney General, saw that there was a question about, given climate issues, what would these big distribution companies, the local distribution companies, the Eversources of the world, what were they going to do about climate? Were they going to make a plan? And so she, as the Attorney General, sent out this order insisting that the um, the people who run the gas infrastructure in Massachusetts make some kind of plan as to how they're going to abide by climate rules. That was called the 80-20 docket at the Department of Public Utilities. Again, arcane. Uh, you don't really need to know that. It was also called the future of gas. Right? What is the future of natural gas in Massachusetts? So, this is again three years ago. What the DPU did was to go to the go to Eversource and National Grid and say, "Okay, you guys, go hire a consultant and figure out what you should do to abide by the climate goals that the state of Massachusetts has set up." Right? Logical enough. Fine, fine. So after I don't know, eighteen months or so, the utilities come back with a study saying, "Ah." The utility solution for climate is to use something called renewable methane, which they were going to get from landfills, okay? The methane that leaks out of, you know, composting stuff. And they were going to start adding hydrogen to the gas, the the, the natural gas lines. And you'd burn this mixture of hydrogen and methane, uh, and isn't that cool? And the utilities can keep all the pipelines in place, and it's going to be great. That's how they're going to address climate change. And 
uh, eventually in 2050, instead of having natural gas in there, we'll have pure hydrogen, and life is good. Well, of course, that proposal drew tremendous blowback from environmentalists for many reasons, and many reasons we've talked about in this podcast as to why it is so, why it was so misguided what they were presenting. But long and short of it, we don't need to go into that now. Anyway, so now fast forward to December, I think it was 6th of 2023, last week, okay? The Department of Public Utilities, under now Governor Moore Healy, issues an order, in quotation marks, an order, which is essentially a plan from the Department of Public Utilities that's related to this future of gas question is how the utilities are going to go. <clears throat> and essentially it's a plan as to how the DPU will regulate the ever sources of the world in the future. Right? What's going to be required of those big utilities that bring natural gas to us? <clears throat> and essentially... The, the DPU controls how those utilities make money, right? What can they charge people for? That's all regulated by the state. Anyway, the report itself that came out on uh, December 6th or so, right? The report itself from the Department of U- Public Utilities says this, and I'm now going to quote a uh, an article in WBUR uh, that we'll put up a link to if we can. Anyway, it says, the report says, it is fair to say that a different lens will be applied to gas infrastructure investments going forward. In this beyond gas future, we, that is to say the DPU, we will be exploring and implementing policies that are geared towards minimizing additional investment in pipeline and distribution mains and achieving decarbonization in the residential commercial, and industrial sectors. So that's a, that's a big deal. <clears throat> it's a big deal. It's a big win for climate activists and people that have been pushing back against the utilities for years now. It's a big win. It sets a future as to what's, how the utilities in Massachusetts will be regulated. It sets an example for the rest of the country because there's other, you know, quote-unquote, future of gas projects in other states, so it's really a big deal. Now, it turns out that that uh, there's a bunch, of, a bunch of links describing this. The one I like the best comes from the Sierra Club, so I will quote it kind of extensively because they're smarter than I am. Right? The, the, the link is to uh, sierraclub.org slash Massachusetts, and then the blog and uh, there's a blog date in early December of 2023. You can figure it out. But it's, it's sierraclub.org slash Massachusetts slash blog to get the actual text of the kinds of stuff that I will now tell you. We, you know, we'll focus on the, the highlights here because that's what we got time for. So the top line takeaway, uh, according to this, this article is called In Plain Language, the beyond gas decision and what it means for climate justice in Massachusetts, okay? And the top line takeaway is that it says, for the first time in the 15 years since Massachusetts passed landmark decarbonization legislation, the state has definitively said that gas heating is not in our long-term future. That is to say, the 
gas heater in your basement, like I have, is not the future. The future is going to be heat pumps. Okay? And that's important in Massachusetts because we have a lot of houses to heat here, right? And that's the biggest carbon um, source of carbon dioxide emissions, or one of the biggest ones in the state. So the next headline in this great blog says, So what did the state say and why does it matter? Well, the state emphasized several principles that will continue. it will continue to use in future discussions. Because this is just a beginning, right? This is just the first step. But the the... The plan basically says that business as usual as usual must end and that utilities can no longer propose new gas infrastructure as the only solution to a problem. Right? So the DPU is trying to not constrain things, you know, too harshly, but they say, look, you can't just to the the DPU says to the Eversources, you can't just come back with a gas solution. You have to look at other solutions when we talk about reducing um, about how to heat homes and whatnot. Second idea is that the DPU is dedicated to mitigating the cost of the transition to ratepayers, particularly low and moderate income customers. Okay? And it's also dedicated to getting uh, um, having the jobs that are going to come fairly distributed. It says that given our decarbonization goals as a state, right? that the state will demand that the utilities have to make a solid case before any new gas infrastructure can be approved. Uh, again, you're back to pipelines and stuff like that. Okay. And the other thing it says is that the utilities, the, the utilities need to begin plans for decommissioning the stuff they've got in the ground. All those gas, all that infrastructure, all those gas pipelines that may or may not become you know, useless what are we going to do with them long term? Okay? So those are important points. And then the, this article goes on, and this is all bolded. So just uh, specifically, here are some important provisions of the plan. It says the utilities must prove that non-pipe alternatives are not viable and cost prohibitive before using ratepayer money for new gas projects. Right? So that's kind of a bunch of double negatives, right? The utilities have to prove that if they want to do something that a proposal like a heat pump, the utility has to prove that it's completely not viable, a bad solution, and it's cost prohibitive. And only then can they go and use taxpayer money to put in gas infrastructure. So that basically means that the first choice for things would be um, non-gas-based solutions. Another principle is that the transition away from gas must protect the ratepayers, include equitable workforce development, and ensure a just transition for the existing workers. Right? There's a lot of people that work in the gas industry now, fixing pipelines and whatnot. We need, you know, everyone needs to be taken care of. That the DPU encourages clean energy solutions, says yes to clean energy solutions like geothermal. So we've talked a lot about geothermal districts. There's one in, in. Framingham, where basically all the heat pumps in the neighborhood are driven by a common uh, geothermal well. It's really a cool idea. It says, the, the plan says that ratepayers, that is to say you and I, will not pay for false solutions like renewable natural gas, that is to say gas from landfill, simply because there's not enough of it, not enough of that stuff. It's a, it's a sham that they even proposed it. And hydrogen, because Hydrogen 
is very difficult to get unless you frack it out of methane, which of course is not a climate solution. Um, and so that except in very special cases where hydrogen might actually be useful, you know, we're not going to be mixing hydrogen into the, into the methane supply into your house, which is good. The next thing they say is that ratepayers will not ratepayers will not pay for other decarbonization strategies designed to keep the gas system alive or marketing for expanding gas. Right? So they're not going to be able to try and sell you gas heating anymore, right? And all these fake plans they have that are all strategies to preserve the pipelines, those are not going to be acceptable. Says the utilities will be accountable for creating emission reduction plans and running pilots of targeted decommissioning projects. That is to say, every five years, from starting in 2025, the utilities have to give the state a plan about how they're reducing emissions, which is, again, a good thing. It's like a accountability. And so uh, there you go. And on top of that, the, the utilities can't use money rate pay of money to try and lobby for, you know, the continued existence, right? They can't use our money for their political benefit to maintain their hegemony. So it says what isn't addressed is that the the utilities can still try to add new gas customers, but it is a much tougher road to, to hold for them, okay? And, uh, you know, that's that's a good thing. And then this article, again, great article, Sierra Club. I'm quoting a lot of it. Go look it up and read it. Um, they make the following observations, that this DPU report is a success of good governance and effective advocacy. Right? So there are people in the DPU that have worked hard on this. It's an absolutely great kind of uh, decision. Uh, and this is what happens when people um, do the right thing. The second point they make is that the grassroots are winning, that a lot of this, I mean, the election of the governor, the pushback on the crazy plans from the utilities, all that stuff is because people like you listening to this podcast went out and did something. This article says that what the DPU has done is a model for the rest of the country and that other states, including California, Colorado, Minnesota, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Washington, are also have similar, quote-unquote, future of gas questions before their DPUs. And so the, this strong statement from the Massachusetts DPU will affect thinking around the country. And finally, that this decision is only a beginning. That is to say, this is a framework of how things are going to be done, will require... The DPU is going to have to continue to do more studies. In fact, it calls out a bunch of studies that they uh, they think they need. They might even need new statutory authority, all kinds of things. So this is a first step down a road, but it is an excellent first step. So there you go. I uh, that's that's the story. So the good news, in summary, the good news is that the Massachusetts Department of Public Utilities has put out a plan that is commensurate with the threat of climate to get the gas infrastructure in Massachusetts to start to move away from that gas infrastructure and it is a success for climate activists.
right? So please take that into your Christmas holiday or your, your seasonal holiday, whatever you're celebrating. Take that in, uh, enjoy, and have a, uh, a wonderful season, a wonderful December. Just a note, we probably will be off the air until early January. We'll take, uh, take the next few weeks off, but I look forward to seeing you all again then. Take care. Bye-bye. Very cool. <laughs>